In this new podcast series, I'll be talking everything mindfulness techniques. I'm going to be chatting with you about how, as a parent, you can implement mindfulness practices with your children, help to make your home life a little less stressful and um, help ease some of that anxiety as a parent um, and also help your children to ease anxiety and frustration and be able to manage behaviours and emotions and all those kinds of things and self-regulate. I'll also be talking about how educators can implement these into these tools and techniques into their services, into their um, you know classrooms, into their workshops, and also talking about mindfulness in the workplace, helping staff members to be able to um, you know find ways to focus, find ways to be more kind and caring to one another, and um, to be more mindful of their environment to be more mindful of getting up from their chair and moving and all those kinds of things. So this new series is going to be amazing. I'm going to be sharing everything I know about mindfulness with you guys. I'll be also, you know, sharing um, meditations with you and different techniques and tools that you yourself can use to help your life be less stressful, to help calm you, to help center you, to help you bring more balance into your daily life. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you three simple mindfulness practices that you can do at home with your child. Mindfulness. Now, as I've discussed in previous episodes, mindfulness is just being in the present moment. It's focusing on what's happening on the here and now, which makes it such a simple thing to do once you've practiced. We spend so much time concerned about what's going on around us and what's going to happen in the future that we forget to be focused on the here and the now. Um, I've put together some really simple things that you can do with your child Um, and once you do it, you'll realize how super simple it is to implement these tools and these techniques. Number one is washing hands. Yep, you heard me right, washing hands. So when your child needs to wash their hands before dinner or after toileting, take some time to stand with them and to encourage them to have, you know, the water at a really gentle flow, placing one hand in at a time, asking questions such as, how does the water feel? Is it cold? Does it feel warm? Is it smooth? What does it look like? Can you see through it? You know, does it look different when you put your hand or finger in the stream? Get them to feel the water running over their hands, their wrists, and feel the difference in temperature. I was going to edit that out, but that was my cat jumping at a fly at the window and knocking my crystal off the <laughs> off the thing. So anyway, 
Um, yes, so I will keep going. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, getting them to feel the water running over their hands and their wrists and feeling the difference like in the temperature, listening as the water's running down the sink, you know, as it drips into the bowl. Use some soap and ask them how it feels when they soap up their hands. You know, ask them to smell it. What does it smell like? Is it fruity? Is it, you know, citrusy? Those kinds of things. Well, fruity and citrusy is kind of the same thing, isn't it? Um, noticing, you know, their hands as they wash. Can you see the lines where the soap goes into them? Do you have lots of lines or not so many? Is their skin smooth or is their skin rough? You know, and then drying their hands, helping them dry their hands, feeling the texture of the towel, the way their hands feel when they're dry. Do they smell nice? Are they cold or are they warm? Are they soft? You know, there's this is something to do that we can do like with the everyday, you know, and water can be a calming factor. You know, watching it pour from the tap putting it on a gentle flow. So, you know, that is just one of the things that you can do um, that's really simple, really effective, and it's an everyday routine. But it helps to calm the child, helps them to be really focused on their senses and helps you spend some really good quality time together. The next thing that we're going to look at is mindful walking. So it's spending time outside with the kids, which is so important, not only for them, but for you. It's important to, you know, get that fresh air into your lungs and to, to get the sunshine on your face and on your skin. Um, you know, vitamin D is very important for our health. So it not only helps you to ground your energy, but it's also such a beautiful tool for your child as well. So you've got the sunshine, nature, trees, birds, dirt, and as I said, fresh air, which all have a wonderful effect on our energy. So taking a trip around the block, around the garden, going to the park, um, you know, it's something that you could do of an afternoon before, you know, that dreaded witching hour. Um, it gets the kids, out, you know, off the technology and it helps them to create a calm and centred, um, grounded energy for that going into that, you know, meal prep, meal time, you know, homework time, bath time, all that, you know, as I said, a witching hour. So, you know, taking a walk around the garden, having a look at what you can see, what you can hear, feeling the different textures of things, like having a really close look at the leaves, you know, barks, rocks, and feeling them between your fingers, noticing if you can hear the wind rustling in the leaves, what sounds the crickets or cicadas make, um, you know, taking off your shoes and walking barefoot um, if it's safe to do so. But that has been proven to um, help you to really connect to the earth um, and, you know, connect to the energy of the earth. You know, feeling how the earth ben feels beneath your feet, giving a tree a hug. There's so many benefits energetically on hugging a tree and yes I sound like a hippie or whatever but I'm telling you give it a go and you are going to feel it 
um, you know, noticing um, how you feel after that, you know, sort of grabbing hold of a tree, giving it a hug and seeing if you do feel the difference. Um, So being fully in the moment. When I say looking at leaves and barks and rocks, like not just looking at them, like seeing what colours they are, seeing the lines in them, the textures of them, you know, seeing if they have a certain smell, all those kinds of things, like really being mindful of every little thing you feel, everything that you see and the kids are going to love it too because then when they're out there on their own they're going to really learn how to explore and how to you know be curious about their environment the next and last one that we have and I always talk about this is breathing so mindful breathing is you know a really really good thing to do um it's a great way to focus um you know, with your children before bedtime, before drifting off to sleep. Maybe, you know, you have time where you sit on the on the couch together and read a book or whatever. You could do some mindful breathing then. So um, I have previously talked about this in another podcast, but maybe, you know, having a teddy that you could place on their, on their tummy or their hands and encouraging them to take a deep breath in, Breathing all the way down into their tummy, you know, filling it up as if their belly is filling up like a balloon, making the tummy rise and stick out as you exhale, you know, as you inhale. And then when you exhale, watching the tummy flatten down, the teddy lower or the hands lower, um, and, you know, breathing out every last drop of air, (sighs) releasing it from the body, repeating this for you know one or two minutes don't have to do it for too long but just watching the rise watching the fall noticing the breath how it feels entering the nostrils is it cool air when it comes in and up the nostrils and is it warm as it goes out you know visualizing the air filling your body dissolving any tension, any worries, any anxiety, and then blowing all of that out as you exhale. (sighs) This is a lovely way to spend time with your child um, and it could become part of your bedtime routine, calming them, getting them to connect with themselves, both being in sync with your breaths, you know, spending that loving time together. And, you know, it'll help settle the child for a better night's sleep. So they are the three tips that I have for you today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If so, please, please rate it and share it. And um, if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. And um, I hope to see you again on the next episode.